0: Welcome to the Alzheimer's Solution Revolution Show with Ralph Sanchez. Ralph's background includes 25 years as a clinician and functional medicine consultant, and he is the best-selling author of The Diabetic Brain and Alzheimer's Disease. Ralph's mission on this show is to bring you the trailblazing information and science that enables you to live younger, longer, and protect yourself and your loved ones from cognitive impairment and dementia as you age. Hello, everyone. This is Ralph Sanchez, and this is episode number two of the Alzheimer's Solution Revolution podcast. And I have a question for you to kick off today's show. Can a supplement, a basic multivitamin and mineral formula, sustain a healthy brain in aging? Is it important? Has any physician or practitioner emphasized just how important a vitamin mineral supplement might be for your heart and your brain as you get older. Well, as promised on my welcome episode last week, I'll be expanding on the vital role of some recent research with regard to the supplementation with vitamins and minerals and certain nutrients in food and its role in the heart-brain axis, which is a powerful model for keeping your brain healthy and preventing dementia, particularly vascular dementia as you age. So the answer to the question I posed to start this show will be revealed in the information I'm talking about here today. And that information will center around a study, a study that was part of a larger trial and that trial is referred to as COSMOS, C-O-S-M-O-S. And COSMOS stands for Cocoa Supplement and Multivitamin Outcomes Study. And the COSMOS, the larger trial, COSMOS, looked at the supplementation of this flavanol supplement and a multivitamin mineral formula on cardiovascular and cancer outcomes. The sub-study of Cosmos called Cosmos Mind compared the effects of the same nutrients, a cocoa flavanol extract supplement and a standard multivitamin mineral formula and its effect on cognitive function. The Cosmos study looked at the effect of these supplements on cardiovascular disease and cancer, whereas Cosmo's mind was focused on cognitive function. So Cosmo's mind looked at the potential benefits of the cocoa extract and a multivitamin mineral formula together and separately versus combinations of the two versus a placebo. And the outcomes were determined by what's called a composite global functioning score, and those are just measures of cognitive function. There's many types, and there's some simple ones that are actually used commonly in clinical settings to determine whether a person is in cognitive decline impairment and possibly in dementia. But these global functioning score assessments are used a lot in trials and studies, and they're a little bit more advanced than the mini mental exam, which is what I was referring to a moment ago. Before I get into the weeds of this research and another important brain health aspect of it all termed neurogenesis, let me make a point about two terms I'll be using here off and on. Nutrients and nutraceuticals. Nutrients, as you well know, are derived from foods, but they can also be an important part of supplementation. And that's the whole point of supplementing is that you're going to augment what you get from foods. And I remember many years ago when I started my practice and got onto the trajectory of incorporating functional medicine into that practice, that I would run into people who felt that you could get everything from food and that you did not need a supplement. Well, that's not always the case. That may be the case in some circumstances, but more commonly, much more commonly, is the need for supplementation, especially as you get older, so nutrients. What about nutraceuticals? Nutraceuticals term is used commonly in reference to a more advanced and specialized nutrient formulation. And these supplements are intended for clinical protocols to address issues related to one health disorder or another. For example, berberine is a plant chemical, a phytochemical, a very powerful one, and it has been studied. On the comparative effects with metformin on diabetes and issues related to diabetes, such as elevated blood sugar, hemoglobin A1C, and fats in circulation like LDL, cholesterol, and triglycerides. So, berberine can be referred to as a nutraceutical, and it can be a very powerful one if it's used appropriately and in the right clinical setting with the right guidance and in my world i would like to make a point just as i was starting to a moment ago that everyone needs a top notch multi as a hedge against nutrient deficiencies as they age and due to gene diet interactions which often is referred to as the field of nutrigenomics or epigenetics, and the all too common issues related to maldigestion. And maldigestion inhibits micronutrient extraction and absorption from foods. And this is very common in aging. Issues related to B12 deficiency are associated with diet and the inability to extract or get enough B12 from your diet as you age, and that can be due to factors such as digestion, maldigestion due to insufficiencies of enzymes and hydrochloric acid in particular. And so B12 deficiency alone is significant in aging, and it's associated with a type of dementia that sometimes is misdiagnosed as more serious dementia. And I'll make a point that there was a recent study that built on many studies beforehand that showed that vitamin C deficiency in aging individuals actually is well-associated with cognitive impairment and the risk for dementia. And that is why supplementation is so important for aging individuals in particular, guarding against nutrient deficiencies such as B vitamins, again, B12, Bioactive folate, so I'm talking about a folate that is usable in the body, not folic acid. B6, B1, omega-3s, particularly the fatty acid DHA, vitamin D, and many other key brain nourishing nutrients. They all contribute greatly to lowering the risk of numerous health disorders and for age-related diseases. Such as diabetes and heart disease, also termed cardiometabolic disease. So, the combination of diabetes and heart disease can also be referred to as cardiometabolic disease. And these issues can lead to vascular dementia as people get older due to numerous factors. And I elaborate on all of that in my book, The Diabetic Brain and Alzheimer's Disease, because diabetes and heart disease are core risk factors in aging for the onset of Alzheimer's disease as you age. And that's referred to as late onset Alzheimer's disease. So nutrition obviously is very important. I'm sure you've run into information about that or nutrition and exercise and your lifestyle in general. But I'm making a point today here about just a simple multivitamin and how that can benefit you as you age and protect your brain. So back to that Cosmos Mind sub-study that included 2,262 adults, older adults, the multivitamin and cocoflavanols, versus placebo group, and I will be talking about flavanols if you're not familiar with the term, more so here in a minute. They were administered, these supplements were administered over a three-year period to study the effects on cognition. The outcome, taking a daily multivitamin for three years is associated with a 60% slowing of cognitive aging with the effects especially pronounced in patients with cardiovascular disease. So there we go again, the heart-brain connection. The multivitamin mineral benefit on cognition peaked at two years and remained stable over time and included significant improvement measures of memory, composite scores, and executive function. And if you're not familiar with executive function, think about what an executive does in a company. They obviously have to make key decisions and judgments and plan ahead. And that's executive function. And that's an important aspect of your cognitive function because you need executive function to plan, execute judgment, think ahead and run your life effectively and you stop doing that when you run into cognitive impairment and dementia you lose that executive function and some memory skills along with it now interestingly no beneficial effect was linked to the intake of cocoa flavanols and flavanols are a plant chemical which are part of a larger family of phytochemicals referred to as poly and this study, again, was over three years and no effect from the cocoflavanols. However, I want to make a point here about flavanols and polyphenols. Numerous studies that have investigated the benefit of flavanols from foods on cognitive function and the prevention of cardiometabolic disease has demonstrated remarkable long-term benefits, and it was that type of research that was the beginning uh, for me back in the late 90s. I was already greatly into nutrition because of all the benefits associated with it, a longer, healthier life, and uh, just wellness. But it also started to pop up in the late 90s and early 2000s in terms of the association of these nutrients to the mitigation, the risk for a cognitive decline and cognitive impairment or dementia as you age. So that inspired me to follow it and dig deeper into the role of nutrition and diet and lifestyle in the risk reduction approaches to late-onset Alzheimer's disease. And it indicated, these studies indicated, that indeed dementia could be prevented. And back then, no one was talking about prevention. But the research was starting to showcase that it was possible, that there was a potential for diet and lifestyle to make significant inroads into the field of a prevention model for uh, dementia and Alzheimer's disease. So back then I noticed uh, several studies uh, that were linked to a certain fruits and vegetables. And I noticed some very interesting studies on apple and berry juice in particular. This was the early start of all of this in terms of the association for the risk reduction in Alzheimer's and dementia. And I thought, That's interesting. Juices, berry juices, fruit juices. And as I dug deeper into the research, I realized that it was these polyphenols and fruits and other foods that were working so powerfully to protect and to optimize cognitive function. These polyphenols act as signaling agents in the body and they trigger some very, very important aspects regarding brain health and also our genetic expression regarding genes that benefit our body and brain so these polyphenols are very important as well as the other nutrients we talked about the core nutrients of a multivitamin and mineral formula and the primary associations with these fruits and vegetables and the polyphenols in them that was starting to catch everyone's attention back there was the reduction of inflammation. So these were now being termed anti-inflammatory foods. And obviously, they provided the rationale for an anti-inflammatory diet versus a pro-inflammatory diet, which was a diet that was filled with processed foods and too much sugar. So these polyphenols and other metabolic derivatives, because polyphenols get metabolized in your digestive system and they provide these metabolites, and they all function as vital anti-inflammatory and antioxidant nutrients. But they also do something else that's very special. They stimulate neurogenesis. And what is neurogenesis? Neurogenesis, for those that haven't heard the term, simply refers to the stimulation and production of new brain cells. And guess what? Healthy fats, such as omega-3s from fish and fish oil and vitamin D and B vitamins such as folate, also promote neurogenesis. And to further emphasize this point, here is a summary from another recent study about these nutrients and foods. Plus, exercise in neurogenesis. So, quote, diet and exercise influence the risk of cognitive decline and dementia through the food metabolome. And exercise triggered endogenous factors, which use the blood as a vehicle to communicate with the brain. These factors might act in concert with hippocampal neurogenesis to shape cognitive decline and dementia. The title of that study is the serum metabolome mediates the concert of diet, exercise, and neurogenesis, determining the risk for cognitive decline and dementia. So I'll explain metabolome here because that's probably a new term you haven't heard of, and metabolome just refers to metabolism. So when you metabolize foods and these polyphenols, they become a family of signaling agents, a family of nutrients that are referred to as the metabolome. And along with these endogenous factors that are triggered by exercise, endogenous, is within your body. So the food metabolome, all of these nutrients and metabolites floating around in your bloodstream, and the endogenous factors, other signaling compounds that are triggered by exercise, they all are vital, vital in communicating with our brain and promoting neurogenesis and other vital health-promoting and cognitive-enhancing cascades in the brain. Now, the study referred to hippocampal neurogenesis, our memory center, one of our very important little areas of the brain that's involved with memory formation and learning. So neurogenesis is a phenomenon that we'll be referring to here over and over again on the Alzheimer's Solution Revolution podcast. So it is critical, bottom line here, to eat and live in a manner that supports neurogenesis for your brain health and living younger and longer. And that is who this podcast is for, for aging individuals, especially people in their late 40s and 50s, midlifers or older, but anyone, people who want to protect and optimize. Their brain health as they age, so they can determine and truly enjoy the rest of their lives as they have planned for, dreamed of, and as they please. You can become more vital in the aging process. And it's important to do the very things that we're talking about here today to ensure that, to help predict that you're going to. Have that kind of life as you get older. Now, as promised, there is going to be an additional podcast available later this week. This is the week of 328. Last week, 321, the week of 321 was my welcome episode to put in context these podcasts and when they're coming up for publication. And the next podcast will be a more comprehensive overview on Alzheimer's disease and the risk factors associated with it. It is part of a collaboration with another podcaster that was done almost two years ago. And we called it the Think Ahead series. I I termed it the Think Ahead series because it is very important to understand and to plan ahead, think ahead, know, empower yourself with this knowledge so that you can use it, leverage it, In terms of your health and your cognitive health as you age, so you can truly live longer, younger, and enjoy it. But in that podcast, I share some very important and fundamental points about Alzheimer's disease, including how it begins, risk factors associated with it that I talked about earlier and emphasize in my book, The Diabetic Brain and Alzheimer's Disease, which includes issues related to heart disease and diabetes, inflammation, oxidative stress, insulin resistance, and type 3 diabetes. All of that I elaborate on in my book. So thank you so much for listening in today. And please do leave a review at Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever else you prefer to go for your podcasts. And please do let me know, leave a comment if there is a topic related to brain health and living younger and longer that you'd like to hear more about. And I'll do my best to include it here on this podcast as soon as possible. Of course, you can also visit me at TheAlzheimerSolution.com, where I also have this podcast, articles, my video library, other resources, and information on my brain Defend program, which is designed to address all the things that we talked about and giving you that guidance as you age, which includes assessments and careful and diligent review of your history and making sure that you're on the right path to having a healthier brain and living younger and longer. So that is it for this episode of the Alzheimer's Solution Podcast, and I'll be back next week. Thank you so much and bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Alzheimer Solution Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and subscribe wherever you listen in to your favorite podcasts. Share with friends and family on your favorite social media channel, such as Twitter or Facebook.